Hey, welcome to Trains Live, the Trains.com podcast. Do you like what you hear? Listen, check out this episode in video with a Trains.com unlimited membership. Click the link in the episode notes and watch it today. Oh, wait a minute, not a member? Try our 30-day free trial of Trains.com, the ultimate online portal for anyone who loves trains of any size from any era. Trains.com, it's your home for the most comprehensive railroading news and curated video series, articles, photos, and so much more, all about trains. Trains Live. Listen, in the new year here, we are all about helping you keep your New Year's resolution. What does that have to do with trains? Well, tell you what, come along. We'll find out next here on Trains Live. It's 2023, and as I said, here on Trains Live, we're all about helping you keep your New Year's resolution. Hope you had a great holiday season. I'm Bob Lettenberger, Associate Editor for Trains Magazine. So a few days ago on New Year's, if you were like me, you probably made a New Year's resolution. Now, statistically, here in our country, the top five New Year's resolutions, three of them, three of them have to do with health and fitness. Let's give you a rundown of, of what resolutions looked like in the last year. Digging in at number five, 24% said that they wanted to live more economically. 34% said they wanted to spend more time with family and friends. Yeah, I'm all for that. 41% said they wanted to lose weight. Well, considering the number of holiday cookies that I took in, yeah, that might just be my resolution. Eat healthier? Well, 44% said that, and there go the holiday cookies. And 48% said they wanted to exercise more for their New Year's resolution. Now, believe it or not, the vast majority of New Year's resolutions fizzle out after about two weeks. Okay, so now you're probably wondering, what does all this have to do with trains and railroads? Just follow me along. It's an interesting story here, and it's going to end up with, well, something healthy at the end. Yeah, we're, we're doing a little cooking here again on Trains Live today. Railroads love to be involved with celebrities or associated with things. Not necessarily railroads today, but during the golden age of passenger travel, hey, the super chief on the Santa Fe, if they could uh, figure out which stars were on board and it leaked out, well, that was a little extra publicity for them. Think about things today in the railroad world. A few years ago, Amtrak changed its soda offerings over to Coca-Cola products. And to promote that, they wrapped one of their Siemens Sprinter locomotives in a Coca-Cola design. Big red locomotive with yeah, one of those cute Coca-Cola polar bears on the side of it. Back in 2010, when the Boy Scouts were celebrating their centennial, the Union Pacific decorated a locomotive to be associated with the Boy Scouts and show support for their program. There was a time, starting even in the 1920s, when railroads worked with celebrity chefs. 
Well, we're not talking Gordon Ramsay or Guy Fieri here, folks. We're talking the celebrity chefs of a time. And if you remember some of the travel, people were going to stay in nice hotels. Well, if a chef from one of those nice hotels had his, rep had his recipes represented on the dining car, well, it was a little bit more of a draw, a little bit something extra for passengers to take a look at. Okay, now hang on to those ideas for a moment, and we've got to bring in another thought here, and that's that post-World War II, the railroads really wanted to show that they were in tune with the traveling public and offer them services, menu items, tour packages that, well, either brought them back to the rails or kept them traveling by train. Hang on to that thought, because we got to introduce another one here as well. We need to talk about exercise. Yes, that, that resolution that some of you made for the new year. It seems that up until the 1930s, especially for ladies, exercising in public and, oh my God, sweating in public was thought to be incredibly unladylike, and it just was not done. This kind of changed after World War II, and women began to exercise openly, uh, go to gyms to exercise, go to spas specifically designed for ladies. And the railroads caught on to this idea and wanted to provide services that were attractive to women as traveling public. We saw a number of cases, uh, female nurses, stewardesses on board trains to help ladies take care of children, take care of themselves along the way. Well, starting in the 1940s, late 40s, there was a new thing out there, the spa, the, the ladies' gym, specifically designed for women to have a place to exercise, to sweat in public, and be able to do it in a very dignified manner. Some railroads wanted to associate with this and show the women that they were in tune to what they wanted for themselves. One of those was the Northern Pacific, and the Northern Pacific teamed up with the Slenderella Spas. Okay, now the Slenderella Spas has an interesting story. At the time, they were the largest ladies spa in the country, over 150 locations across the nation. Their whole idea for the ladies was this. You don't have to exercise hard. You don't have to make it a strenuous uh, affair. And yet, we've got a system that'll help you lose weight and hang on to that New Year's resolution. What they had was a table that you laid on, and while listening to wonderful, soft, soothing music, this table vibrated and literally shook the weight off of your frame. Yeah, let that sink in for just a moment. Okay, so how does the Northern Pacific get involved in all this? Well, part of the Slenderella program was a certain diet. And of course, as you can imagine, it's gonna be a diet with a lot of fruit and vegetables in it. And the Northern Pacific, working with Slenderella, put on their dining cars a recipe for the Slenderella salad. And when you look through a railroad dining car cookbook and you see this, the first thing you gotta wonder is, Okay, what is this? What's the story? But then as you go through the, the tale that I just told you, it kind of makes sense and kind of makes you chuckle. And yeah, it's a pretty good salad as it is too. So let's put together a Slenderella salad so we can keep our New Year's resolutions intact, stay fit, lose a little weight. Um, I have on my Amtrak Capital Limited apron. Yeah, the authentic apron that used to be worn by the waiters and stewards on the Capital Limited. 
should be good for today's cooking purpose. So Slenderella salad, here we go. On a salad plate, and the Northern Pacific would have specified a particular type of salad plate uh, from their china pattern. First thing we're gonna do is we're gonna start off with some leaves of lettuce, uh, just nice iceberg lettuce. Get yourself some good leaves, lay them out very nicely uh, on the plate, covering the plate because we are going to have uh, all kinds of good stuff that is going to go over the top of this. Like I said, this is going to be a recipe filled with vegetables and other good things, excuse me, fruits and other good things. We're going to start off with some apples cut into wedges, and we want to place a few apples onto our lettuce here, and you notice we're going to start building a pattern. So we've got our apples. Next, some oranges. Take those oranges, peel them, put them into nice sections, and continue our pattern here on the plate. All right, so we have our oranges on there in a pattern. Next thing, some peaches. You know, the railroad probably would have used fresh peaches if they're not in season and you want to make this dish some canned ones are right again get them in sections and you notice this is a this is a hand assembly here so make sure you wash your hands before you get to work in the kitchen get some peaches into the salad here again following that nice wagon wheel pattern last thing we are going to add is going to be some pears Fresh pears would be absolutely fantastic. Again, if they are not in season, go with the canned ones. You'll get just as yummy a set of results as if you had the fresh ones. Make sure you drain your fruits completely here so that you don't have a lot of extra juice running around the plate. So we've got right now apples, oranges, pears, and peaches for our Slenderella salad. Now, to our wagon wheel arrangement here, what we need to add is more fruit salad. I have here some pineapple, some seedless grapes, green grapes split, also some Bing cherries split. We're just gonna add all these ingredients right into the mixing bowl here. Take and stir them together very nicely and that is going to go right into the middle of your salad, your wagon wheel arrangement there. Heap it up as much as you'd like. All right. Then we need some salad dressing to finish this all off. Salad dressing was very simple. A little honey, a little mayonnaise, a little paprika. So, cup and a quarter of mayonnaise. And you know what? If you're just making the salad for yourself, you don't have to make the whole amount of the dressing. Make a little bit, whatever you need. It'll keep in the fridge for, for a while. Honey, if you're doing the full recipe, you're gonna want about a half a cup of honey. We're gonna add that right into our mayonnaise, there we go, and last, 
little dash of paprika there. All right. We are going to take that and mix that all up. Make sure that you get the honey and the paprika thoroughly incorporated with your mayonnaise. And as that mixes, it's going to thin out a little bit to the consistency of a dressing. If you were on the Northern Pacific, they would serve this on the side for you and you would be able to put on your preferred amount. And once we have that mixed up, we're gonna take and drizzle it right over the top of our salad here today. We'll get some on the fruit all the way around the outside. And as you can see, this is one of those salads that it has all, well, healthy stuff in it. Good fruits and a very relatively healthy dressing, if you will, at least the impression was given that it was a very healthy dressing. Depends on the quantity you eat this in, all right? So there you have the Northern Pacific Railroad's Slenderella salad from the Slenderella Spas. Now, this was served on the Northern Pacific's top trains on their dining car menus. And for the ladies of the time, the, the 40s, the 50s, this was a good meal. This was a substantial salad. And it showed that the railroads were in touch with what uh, women wanted for the time. They were in touch with the current trends and therefore you should take and be traveling by train. Gotta find out uh, just how we did here today. Let's grab a little piece of peach with that uh, honey mayonnaise dressing. Mm. Tell you what, I think I'm gonna have to come back and finish this up later. That dressing's got a little bit of sweetness, a little bit of tart from the mayonnaise. The paprika gives it just a nice little hint of spice. And the fruit, depending on whether you're using fresh or canned, keep it chilled. It's gonna give you a nice kick to your salad. And of course then, hey, we get down to the bottom of the plate and we've got plenty of lettuce for you there too. All healthy. So there you have it. A great way to keep your New Year's resolution, especially if you want to eat healthier and maybe lose a little bit of weight, the Slenderella salad, a tie between the Northern Pacific's dining cars and the incredibly popular Slenderella spas from the late 1940s, 1950s. Tell you what, let's hop over to Mr. Bob's bookcase, but I'm gonna tell you something, before we end today, there's a, another interesting side to the salad. We've got to come back and talk about that. So let's just kind of set our salad aside. If you are looking to have a Slenderella salad, on the bookcase today, Dining Car to the Pacific, the famously good food of the Northern Pacific Railway. Um, this book came out just a few years ago, and it gives a wonderful history uh, to begin with of the Northern Pacific uh, dining cars. It talks quite a bit about uh, how the dining cars worked, um, the Northern Pacific's commissary, all the things that went on behind the scenes, plus recipes, whole section on recipes, um, and of course, more information about how these particular things were put together. Um, one recipe that you wanna take a look at if you get the book, there's a recipe for Hawaiian pot roast. And you gotta be thinking, okay, wait a minute. 
The Northern Pacific went nowhere near Hawaii. Why do they have Hawaiian pot roast? Don't worry about why they had it or didn't have it. Get the book, make that recipe, Hawaiian pot roast. You are gonna fall in love with it. Have a Slenderella salad on the side. So, Dining Car to the Pacific, one of the books on the bookshelf for today. Another one that I found that I wanna to mention to you. Dining a la Pullman. Now, Pullman was known for sleeping cars and in a lot of cases, Pullman really did not want to do much with dining. In fact, they got out of full dining car uh, operation very early on in the Pullman era, but they did have some dinette cars, some lounge cars that they still operated. And the book here, Dining Out of Pullman, has of course recipes for uh, the Pullman cars. In fact, what they do in the back of the book is they show you the recipe um, off of one of the cards that would have been displayed in the car and used by the crew. They also, of course, have the instructions for uh, dining. Believe it or not, one of the most popular dishes served by Pullman on these dinette cars was grilled lamb chops. Incredibly popular. The bigger thing about this particular book is that in the midsection, they have first-person interviews with Pullman employees that worked on these various cars. And the stories that they tell are just phenomenal. It gives you that first-person real sense of what it was like to work for Pullman, to serve folks, even some of the um, supervisory tricks, if you will, that Pullman pulled on their, their crew. Um, example, if you were on a trip and if someone came into your dinette and you were maybe five or 10 minutes away from the station, you could not refuse to serve them. You had to prepare a meal for them. And if you didn't, and that was someone who was a supervisor for Pullman and you weren't aware of it, you were in a lot of trouble. So, dining a la Pullman, it is a book that is still available out there. Go out, check a good bookstore. Should be able to find that. I also remember your library. Yep, your librarian's your friend. Take a look for those. Dining Car to the Pacific, Dining a la Pullman. Well, now, before we wrap up today, I gotta tell you, there is another side to the Slenderella story, and it's kind of one that, well, at the end, here's the rest of the story. It turns out that the gentleman who was uh, in charge, who was the brains behind the Slenderella Spas, a gentleman named Lawrence Mack, was very adept at handling customer concerns, was brilliant at coming up with uh, marketing ideas and products that he could uh, sell to folks. Um, I mean, he made a connection with the Northern Pacific and got one of his salad recipes onto their dining cars. He was great at all those things. There was one important thing though that Mr. Mack was not really good at, and that was paying his taxes. Well, it turns out that what he was doing was not only pay, not paying his personal income taxes, but also he was not paying uh, payroll taxes and social security taxes for his spa employees. He was collecting them, but he wasn't turning them in. And according to an article in Time Magazine from May 4th, 1959, the IRS raided the Slenderella spas in 24 cities 
took all the cash that they could get to help surrender the tax debt and close the chain of spas down. And at that point, I can imagine that, yes, the Northern Pacific probably also did away with the Slenderella salad. So, a great salad recipe to help you maintain your New Year's resolution of staying healthy, losing a little weight, eating better, and a railroad recipe that you can cook and enjoy all here on Trains Live. The recipe will be with the program when we post it. Um, remember, after Christmas here, wintertime, great time to stay indoors and maybe work on your hobbies or snuggle up with a good book. Place to get those? KalmbachHobbyStore.com. KalmbachHobbyStore.com, that's right. As soon as we're done here, get on that keyboard, dial in there, KalmbachHobbyStore.com. Look for new books, new hobby supplies, things to hold you through the winter. Hey, want to see you on Trains.com very soon. And also, I'd love to peek behind an issue of Trains Magazine and see you there reading the latest. Do you like what you hear? Listen, check out this episode in video with a Trains.com unlimited membership. Click the link in the episode notes and watch it today. Oh, wait a minute, not a member? Try our 30-day free trial of Trains.com the ultimate online portal for anyone who loves trains of any size from any era. Trains.com, it's your home for the most comprehensive railroading news and curated video series, articles, photos, and so much more, all about trains.